back to Cinema Vino. It's good to have you guys here with us tonight, today, what time, whatever time it is, wherever you are. Yeah. Right now, we're in kind of a weird in-between. It's almost day. It's almost night. We're in the liminal space between time. Exactly. Hey, everybody. It's your host, Travis. We've <laughs> 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 got Travis Bud, Sean Jordan. Hey. Taylor Owens. Yo. And my name is Todd. And this begins our twin series. Uh, my wife and I are just a couple weeks away from having twins. And dun, dun, twins. Dun. I am. So we're going to do a series. There's quite a few twins movies Hashtag out there. Hashtag Katana Baker. And uh, <laughs> so yeah, whenever I was like <laughs> looking up twins movies, there's a lot of them out there. There's a lot to pick and choose from. So we got our pick of the litter here. And all of our intro outro music is featured Apex yeah. Twins. Exactly. Ooh, right? Yeah. Hey, I just watched uh, Friday the 13th Part 4. Twins in that last oh, night. Yep. We should have yeah, there's done that. The Shining. You could do Twins yeah. for The Shining. So I'll be, I'll be honest. I have a little bit of face blindness. And watching that one, I was just like, I'm trapped. Are they twins? <laughs> are they not? Because yeah. they, they differentiate them just a little bit. I'm like, are they? Well, one's wearing a mostly blue shirt and pink. And then the other one's wearing a mostly pink shirt and, and blue. blue. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And at one point, Chris Glover's like, you're sticking me with the uglier one. Oh, my God. And I was like, wait. So they're not twins. You know what? I... I really wish we were podcasting about this because I have a lot of thoughts on Crispin Glover in that movie. <laughs> <laughs> um, this is now a Halloween yes, podcast. That's all right. <laughs> Wait, Friday the 13th, Friday 13th part 13th. Four. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, so uh, we are drinking a Pinot Grigio and then we're going to move on and drink a Pinot Gris. Craig Biggio. So Pinot Grigio and Love Pinot Gris are uh, the same grape. They're yes. identical grapes, but they can taste different depending on where you get them from in the world. So yes. they are they are twins in a way, identical twins. Even though we're doing the movie Twins, which is the only one in the series which depicts fraternal twins, these are going to be, these wines are identical. So, What are fraternal twins and paternal twins? Can you give me that, we'll give get, me that rundown? We will get to that. They are the same fraternity. Are there sorority yeah. twins? Yeah, yeah. They, they pledge together. Oh, so yeah. they take the same. I, mean, I have to wait to be educated? <laughs> All right. Well, I your timeline, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, just real quick here. Uh, so, we are um, drinking the Spasso uh, Pinot, Gris, Pinot Grigio from Spasso. Italy. Grigio is an Italian word, and uh, Gris is French and or Spanish. So, basically... It just depends. It's the same, different word to describe the same grape. Um, Grigios from Italy can be a little drier, a little more old worldly. Um, you get stuff from the United States, it can be a little bit fruitier, a little bit more festive. Oh, Apple <laughs> You can get a little bit of, yeah, a little more fruit flavors, a little more honey. Yeah, they're so cool. Yes. Yeah, well, more, more green apple. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Oh no, honey crisp. Oh, which it could be. It's a, it's a Granny Smith. <laughs> <laughs> um, I'm not right often. I just need validation. Just need validation. Yeah. Yeah. No, you're doing great. You, yeah, that's that's awesome. Um, <laughs> Pat me on the back, Todd. Thank you. Ah, uh, so um, Alsatian whites. Uh, can be a little bit sweet. I'm going to go drink some Alsatian whites yeah. uh, next week. Yeah. A lot of them, like your the Alsatian Rieslings and Gewürztraminer, is going to be a little bit on the dry side. Mm-hmm. But the Pinot Gris can be a little bit fruitier, a little sweeter. So it's a little bit strange. They're different than the Italians. So They always are. Mm-hmm. And you'll be able to try the Italians, too, and, and con- compare and contrast. We'll see. Yeah. TBD. Um, but these wines are good for, you could do sushi, you could do seafood, salad, sandwiches. Also, these are really good for um Now, are the French wines known for their sushi pairings? Um, I think with these, I mean, you could do those for sure. Um, but I always think of American Pinot Grigio for stuff like that, cause just because it's cause so much richer, fuller. 
you know, can, the Pinot Gris could be like heavier. I think the American think right. yep. yeah, a little bit, a little bit heavier body. So I would do those with something with a little more oomph and flavor, like sushi, especially if you're doing something spicy. So I'll do something a little more honey and sweetness and just to kind of mix. But then I think the, the Grigio is like their drier seafood, stuff like that. So, but I mean, any of them would be good for holiday food coming up on Thanksgiving. So Pinot Grigios are a good holiday pair. So, uh, both of these that we're doing are less than 20 bucks. So, um, yeah, so look for Pinot Grigio, Pinot Gris out there in the world. Um, so twin facts just for you, Trav. Yeah. There we go. He's <laughs> awake. <laughs> um, and I've learned all of these since obviously we uh, found out we were having twins, um, which we found out pretty early. And that was that was a big old sack of bricks on our head at first. We had to adjust and process that for a while of having twice. Just knowing babies. that you were having twins? Yeah, having yeah. two babies. Getting outnumbered? Yeah. Because we already have a uh, almost four-year-old. So, yeah, the, our house is going to be overrun with kids very soon. Um, but once we, once we kind of wrapped our heads around it it was pretty cool especially learning more and more stuff about twins it's kind of cool to, it'll be kind of a cool to experience them twin facts yeah so uh twins now uh, in 2023 occur in about one out of 30 live births hmm. that is up quite a bit from when we like 80s early 90s it was one out of 50 they've increased dramatically now is that a result of fertility treatments new medicines that help women ovulate which increases the chances they're going to ovulate more than once at a time so yeah that's that's almost doubled the amount of twins that are out there and twins <laughs> um, <laughs> uh, fraternal twins are much more common than identical twins um, what's a fraternal twin a fraternal they twin they pledge together <laughs> <laughs> and I wish that was the case um, identical twins are naturally occurring clones of each other they are one embryo that splits into two and so they result in two identical embryos um, the DNA that they share is almost exactly the same is that paternal twins that's, or fraternal that's identical twins identical oh sorry. are you going to give me all three no there's only two there's only two kinds identical identical and fraternal, and fraternal. Mm-hmm. identical twins okay um, they do I'll have your word for it they do have different paternal twins would imply that one of them's the parent. <laughs> God, the English language. It's just a wonder. Isn't it? <laughs> this, this is my fraternal twin. It's my dad. Okay. So, um, identical twins do have different fingerprints because those develop in the womb. That's one of the few ways you can de- definitively tell them apart from each other. Um, but their DNA is too similar to di- if in a crime scene, you couldn't differentiate, differentiate one from the other because it, it would be because the blood. Yeah, it would be basically the same. Oh, and For, identical. Yeah, you couldn't okay. you couldn't rule out one twin or the other based on DNA, an identical twin. Uh, fraternal twins are um, basically two separate eggs that get fertilized by two separate sperm. So those are basically siblings that are born at the same time. That they can be a boy and a girl, girl and a girl, boy and a boy. They could be completely different in appearance. Um, I think pretty much everybody's seen fraternal twins that looked completely not alike at all. I have aunts who they did not look alike at all. They were fraternal twins. Um, I mean, it's like you can have a boy that's six foot tall, a girl that's five feet tall. I mean, they could be totally different. Boy-girl combinations, which is what we're having, are the most common. They occur in half of all twins. So which ones have superpowers? Which ones are 
you know, have crazy mind psychic abilities and can uh, melt men's brains. <laughs> they have actually done real studies on twins to figure out like their because the twin telepathy is a, a supposed thing that they can one twin can feel the other one like across the world or whatever know something. Oh yeah, it, and we I know I've seen the document. Quantum entanglement. Yeah. <laughs> We're about to talk about it. exactly. I get it. They've done real studies on that. So obviously, it, people have reported it enough that uh, real scientists have done published studies on it. Never found any evidence on it obviously because it's something with the supernatural but you wouldn't get it <laughs> exactly. it's a twin I feel like exactly. this would a thousand percent be uh, the Bill Murray's uh, show in Ghostbusters 2 <laughs> World of the Psychic which by the way that gal Actors. Is, that actress is in our movie. The world is going to end on Valentine's yeah. Day. Yeah. Bummer. I, bummer. <laughs> Can't be sure about that. Um, fraternal twins run in families, and they run on the woman's side of the family because the tendency to ovulate more than one egg at a time is genetic. So even though I know lots of people who have fraternal twins on their dad's side of the family, so I, I don't know if there's something to that. I feel like there is, but I don't know. I don't know if the science is there or not. But can't identical twins also run in the family, or is that not a thing? That's just a random thing. That's just a crazy deal that happens. Like, uh, the, egg, the egg just happens to split sometimes, just for whatever reason. So th- those are a chance occurrence. That's why they're a lot more rare. Yeah, there is a couple uh, identical twins in uh, G.I. Joe. They were villains in Cobra, and they just named them the reverse of the other name. It was Palindrome. There was Tomax and Zamot. No. Oh. Anyway, that's... Huh. I just thought about that, and you guys didn't need to know it, but I wanted to say it. <laughs> that counts as a twin fact. Mm-hmm, it does. Um, twin facts. So as many as half of all twin pairs will form their own language uh, with words and sounds that only they can understand. And they grow out of that eventually, but in their early years, they will speak to each other with stuff that they will communicate that and no one else, not even the parents, can know what they're saying. It's their own twin language. So that's going to be fun. That, yeah. That's going to be weird to experience. I look forward to that. Yeah. <laughs> so they, yeah, they'll communicate and you just have to go with it. Were they yeah. good? They were bad guys, right? Yeah. Cobra. Oh, yeah. We can use this as our Instagram post. They kind of look at Frank Stallone. Yep. So. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> um, so a little facts about the movie. This is our only movie that depicts fraternal twins. Uh, twins. Actually, I'm pretty sure this does depict identical twins at the end yeah Te- no technically because they say in the movie that their their egg split that the embryo split mm-hmm. which technically makes them identical twins they i think just it, look different i think in this scenario what they're saying is that the egg split and of course this is one of those deals that happens like you know only in its self-contained world could this ever happen but it's like the egg split and then it was it was Fertilized by two different, the, each egg was fertilized by two different sperm, and Arnold Schwarzenegger got all the good Nobel Prize winning <laughs> stuff, and then all the, the the crap sperm that were left over went and fertilized the the Nanny DeVito egg. Let's just email the writer because is it Ivan Reitman? He's all right. He, he, he directed. Yeah. Oh, he's all he directed right. Directed it. He did. Did he also story by? I thought he co-wrote. Yeah. Yeah. So. Um, yeah, so it's like a fluke deal that it, it, it doesn't work that way in in reality. You know, it's like it's it's two separate eggs. I'm Otherwise, pretty sure, I'm pretty sure it works that way. <laughs> and you do your research. I did my. I watched twins. I did my research. <laughs> <laughs> um, there were at least two scientists involved in this. Mm-hmm. Tony J. That was the first one. Yeah, I love his voice. Yeah, that lives on the island. He's he, a magician. So, um, <laughs> twin facts. <laughs> so, uh, this is produced and directed by Ivan Reitman, director of Ghostbusters, and uh, Schwarzenegger's later film Kindergarten Cop. Yeah. And then Schwarzenegger and DeVito would later get together for uh, Junior. Junior. Yeah. Wow. 
Um, and we're both later uh, Mr. Freeze and Penguin. Yeah. There you go. And were they in the same movie? No. They no, were okay. same same series. It would make sense though if, you know, he made the ice and then the other guy had the penguins to like slide on it the ice. It makes sense that they would be They were twins in separate universes. Exactly. exactly. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Same universe. Different. Victor Freeze yeah. and Oswald Cobblepot? Yeah. Match made in heaven. Yeah. <laughs> That's a buddy cop film I would gladly watch. Two great tastes. Mm-hmm. Great together. Mm-hmm. Um so Schwarzenegger, DeVito, and Reitman um, would not take upfront salaries in this movie and instead split 40% of the box office gross, which resulted in huge amounts of money for all three of those guys. In fact, they 40% made, of box office gross? But yeah, they split. So basically, what would that be like? Yikes. I mean, not quite 15% each, but 13-ish percent of yeah. $250 million is not, not bad. Nothing to sneeze at. Yeah. Um, so the result of this movie, and, and also side note, Jack Nicholson would uh, sign a similar deal because he and uh, Danny DeVito are buddies, and I'm sure Danny DeVito, DeVito said do that. Jack Nicholson would sign a similar deal the next year with Batman and get over $50 million from the gross of that movie. So, good on you. Um, so this movie is part buddy comedy, part road trip movie, and part high concept fantasy comedy. Uh, Schwarzenegger and DeVito play Julius and uh, Vincent Benedict, fraternal twins who were created in a lab experiment and separated at birth. Um, a collection of Nobel Prize winners, artists, and scholars donated sperm, which were then combined to form the twins. Also, can we talk about the machine that was combining their sperm? Yeah. It looked like this. Yeah. <laughs> just like a giant machine just jacking off another machine. It was in the 80s. That's all they had. Yeah. yeah. There was a lot of that going around back in the 80s. <laughs> I'll buy of, that for a dollar. A lot of giant shake weights out there in the world. Um, Science. <laughs> uh, a very young Heather Graham played their birth mother. I don't know if you guys caught that. Yeah. But a teenage Heather Graham. Um, all the best components from the donors uh, combined to uh, fertilize the superhuman Julius. And all the leftover garbage went to fertilize uh, poor Vincent. Yep. And, uh, so Julius grew up sheltered on an island, uh, which looked a lot like Fantasy Island to me. Um, with Tony J, <laughs> who should have narrated this whole damn thing. Yeah. He just got a little snippet, but God, his voice is silky smooth. <laughs> well, uh, Vincent was sent to an orphanage, and they were told that their mother died in childbirth. 35 years later, Julius is told of Vincent's existence and goes looking for his long-lost twin. He arrives in L.A. as an educated rube and finds that Vincent is a thief and hustler deep in debt and on the run from all sorts of criminals. Um, as you might guess, the two slowly form a brotherly bond despite their physical and emotional differences. Uh, Julius also romances Marnie, who is the sister of Vincent's girlfriend, and she's played by young Kelly Preston, who later will become Mrs. John Travolta. <laughs> yeah. um, also, you could look for a young David Caruso as the punk parking lot attendant who oh, yeah. held yeah. the oh, shit. Mm-hmm. This is pre-Jade. Yeah! <laughs> uh, so, that's what I've got for notes. And so... Tay, you've seen it, but not all the way through until now. I've seen 30-minute snippets on TV. <laughs> you've seen uh, it in blocks. For about four or five times. Mm-hmm. And there's never all the way through. Sean, had you seen it? I am kind of the same way. It's one of those movies that's been on TV all the time. I've caught bits. I've never watched it in its entirety. Here and there. Yeah. No. Travi? I don't know. I, I feel like... <laughs> I know, that's all I, I, yeah, I, feel, I feel like, like this movie's, it, You've but like, just been around this movie. I, I don't think I've ever sat down and be like, here we go. Yeah. And crossed my <laughs> legs and was like, all right. Time to I watch I think it was just like a uh, like an afternoon of like, did this just start? At what point? Is it 20 minutes? Yeah, I'll watch it. Yeah, it was something like TBS or someone mm. was like, ah, oh, we can't compete with football. Let's just put on Twins. Yeah. But it was, it was, we're just going to put Twins <laughs> on. TNT on a Sunday mm-hmm. night yeah. in like August. We're just putting Twins. We need Schwarzenegger and DeVito slow dancing in yeah. the hotel room. Mm. So, 
Um, so, Tay, what do you think of it? Um, I liked it. I like it as an '80s film that for. To me, it's just like this is it seemed like a cocaine movie. Mm-hmm. It was like, it, it, it's, or, it, or, or it's like the Fast and Furious movies where it's just like they were all sitting in a room and they're like, okay, who do we need? Uh, the biggest star, who, who is it right now? Schwarzenegger. Okay, we got Schwartzy. All right. And it was like, then we need a sidekick, but someone not as overpowering, but someone's like, who was like, Danny DeVito? Boom, he's in. Mm-hmm. And it was like, and they just built this and with never really any plan, they're like, well, how are we getting together? Let's make them twins. Boom, yes. Yeah. And they just keep going. Um, but I thought it was fucking hilarious because I, like I said before, never seen it at all. I didn't know the premise of it. Like the whole time I was thinking Danny DeVito and him are twins, quote unquote, and that DeVito is trying to swindle the rich, good looking, muscular, suave with all his, you know, he's like, he's going to take advantage of them, which yeah. kind of does, I guess. Yeah. But it was like, but they, but they weren't really twins. And then it was like, they are twins. Uh, and... This movie was a very fun movie. I'm trying to think of the best way to say it because with the movie that we're about to watch, this movie is a 10. As like, I, I, I was like, thank yeah. you. This movie was like, God, I love this. It was just so different. Mm-hmm. Um, I think uh, for some reason, I've been watching a lot of Schwarzenegger. I watched his documentary on Netflix. He was just at the Conan Pumping Iron? Yeah, um, no, wow. it's, I think it's just called like Schwarzenegger. I don't know, but it was like, it's like a four part. He's got a couple documentaries. Yeah, yeah, it's like he has one. It's like a newer one. He was on a podcast of Conan O'Brien. And I, so I've just been listening to him. And so now I just think of like, like what he was going through at these times. Cause he talks about it. He was just like, yeah, I know I got to go do a kindergarten cop. And it was this, and he was talking about how he had a voice coach and he was like, it, it just didn't work. And yeah. he was like, no, he's like, I, I had one and then I just fired him. And it was just like, it's not working. It's like, this, this is my shtick now. Yeah. And he kept saying how he just kept owning everything that he was doing. Like as he was doing movie by movie, and I think he just was like, you know what? I'm just going to own this. I'm going to do the exact opposite of what I've always done. And I'm just going to be this goofy lovable guy yeah. and it's just like who's oblivious to the world and he kind of you know, he kind of killed it yeah and it was like it's just perfect. for what yeah and so uh, for that reason the storyline is just for goddamn ridiculous mm-hmm. uh but i did like that everything came together in the end yeah and it's like you gotta have the twins at the very end and the bear came and i was like that was sweet and the twins and the twins yes the twin <laughs> twins um i don't know i can't give i would ultimately give this movie like a seven only for and compared to the next movie we talk about, it's a ten, but it is a seven. But I, I don't know. I also love Danny DeVito in this. Yeah, because I feel like I'm watching It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia. Yeah, it was like because he's in that conniving kind of way, and it was perfect. like, yeah, it's like he's perfect. Mm-hmm. So I was like, man, I kind of like this film. So I was oddly, I, I had full intentions of putting this on and not paying attention, just like, having it on his background. If you had told me that they had wrote those parts specifically for those two exactly. guys, I would totally believe it. Yeah, and it was like, and that's why I was just like, they, they must have got them on first, mm-hmm. had no idea what they were going to do, and they were like, we have to somehow get them into this. Yeah. I, I would challenge that, and I would say that it probably is, they've got the screenplay, and they're like, who are the two yeah. absolutely most Opposite, different yeah. actors we can get in body type yeah. to look completely different? Like Arnold Schwarzenegger, Dan DeVito. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because I don't think DeVito was super big at that time. Like he was, he was on, what, what was the show he was on? He's on uh, Taxi, right? Yeah, yeah. He's on Taxi. Yeah. yeah. And then he popped up in a few comedies around yeah. then. But like he, he wasn't like a household no. name. Like, no, this, put like him on, this put him on the map. Mm-hmm. Like, well, no, uh, he was already in what? One Flew Over the Cuckoo's Nest. Yeah. He was, yeah. Like, has yeah. That. So he was, yeah. but I, I don't but know. But he, he was kind of that, that character actor of just like a weird body type. Like, mm-hmm. is this, what year was this again? 88. 88. Okay, so he directed Matilda in like 
early nineties. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Okay. He was big by then. Yeah. Yeah. I remember by the time by the time he was in uh, Batman, he was well enough known that everybody ninety two. Like, yeah. yeah. Everybody was like, "That's perfect casting okay. penguin." Even watching him, him in this, you could think that he's perfect penguin. Yeah. You know, you couldn't do anybody better. Even though I think they kind of like miss an opportunity with what they did with him as penguin, but that's a whole other that's podcast. Yeah. But anyway, now we've actually talked about that. So go back and search Batman Returns. Dun, dun. Yeah. The tr- Red Triangle Circus Gang. <laughs> so uh, take your seven. I'm going to say a seven. That's, that's yeah. good. I like that. Six and a half, seven. But yeah. I'm leaning to seven just because it, it, was, it was a nice, it was a cleansing film, mm-hmm. what I've been watching recently. So <laughs> I can't wait to hear what you think of that. I can't wait. Um, so, yeah, we, and we round up a lot on this podcast. Yeah. We're rounding up <laughs> yeah. on the podcast. Just bring it up to a seven. Just bump it up. Yeah. Wait, Twins is a 10 uh, compared to the next film? Adaptation, yes. And you had me watch that the first time. I know. And that was the only time I'd watched it, and I have massive regrets about it. <laughs> you bought the DVD. I know, from Blockbuster on sale. <laughs> this is going to be you so cute. You made me watch it. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> um, before mom and dad get into a big fight here, Sean, what did you think? Um, I'll, I'll mirror a lot of the same sentiment. But like I said, I feel like they, they kind of worked this one backwards. They were like, who are the two most completely opposite actors we could get for this movie that's clearly about twins that don't look anything like. Mm-hmm. And I think they, they <clears throat> knocked it out of the park on casting. It, it also feels like DeVito was really carrying the acting chops. Like he's, he's a great actor. Mm-hmm. Like he, if you go back and watch his stuff in these days, you know, before that, after that, he's an amazing actor and you can really see, uh, I think the scene that really sold it for me was when toward the end where they're like in the office together and they're supposed to be doing stuff like twinning together and kind of acting inconsequential. Yeah. You can just see them both trying to do the same things and DeVito does it just so much smoother mm-hmm. that I'm like, man, he's such a good actor. But that also fits Schwarzenegger's like body type and character and like yes. personality yeah. kind of clunky and robotic. Yeah. And it kind of fits him. He's, he's the robotic. Robotic. Twin. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it's no mistake. They picked him for the Terminator. This is after Terminator, right? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. But yeah, Terminator's eighty two, I think. Yeah. Way early. Eighty two, eighty four. Yeah. 84. It's like Schwarzenegger's a lot of things. He's not graceful. No. So But you, you don't have to be a God, God, calves that would choke a goddamn Clyde stick. They they're like triangles yeah. just sitting that, on the back of his leg. That hurt me looking at it. My wife said that too. She's like, those are amazing calves. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, what he's known for though is his biceps. He invented entire workouts specifically for biceps. Yeah. They're called Arnold curls. Incredible. <laughs> yeah. Arnold curls. This is a workout pod now. Um <laughs> he's in he's in peak form in this podcast or in this movie. He's oh yeah. huge. Yeah. He's not in peak form. That's the amazing thing. His peak form was like late eighty or late seventies, like, like Mr. Olympia days. Yeah, his Mr. Yeah. Olympia days, like he was, he was cut. Yeah, man, this is at rest. Yeah, this this <laughs> is him like phoning it in. And it's ironic that they had that other guy play Bane, and they had him play Mr. Freeze. He would have been a good Bane, mm. you know, yeah. especially yeah. with his unintelligible, you know, ah, oh, yeah, you're not sending me to the cooler, <laughs> you know, it just it would have fit uh. Bane. Yeah, but Bane doesn't get any lines, and he wants yeah. speaking lines. Yeah. That's his thing, is he wants to be an actor. Well, they had to shoehorn Bane in there because he was popular in the comics at the time, much like uh, Spider-Man 3 with Sam Raimi, where the studio was like, you got to put Venom in. He's like, you're fucking up my entire movie. Mm-hmm. And he did. Yeah. <laughs> and they had <laughs> Topher Grace as Venom. God. <laughs> From that 70s show? Yeah. I mean, I enjoy Topher Grace. Not as fucking Eddie no. Brock. Mm-mm. Well, Tom Holland was busy. Arnold Schwarzenegger you know. should have also played Eddie Brock in Venom. Tom yeah. Holland. Yeah, he, he was busy directing Child's Play. <laughs> um, uh, Sean, continue. No, so I mean, kind of the same thing. This movie is one that's just kind of been around forever. I've known about it, and it's 
like I was familiar with it. I never sat down and watched it start to finish. Uh, it was kind of refreshing. Yeah. It was like kind of just a <clears throat> cheap popcorn movie that I could just watch. It was like an hour and a half. Yeah, it was like hour fifty. There were zero stakes the mm-hmm. entire time. Like yeah. there was like an mm-hmm. assassin that was after them, but. Mm-hmm. He, the most he was like the most people. nice assassin. He was just like, yeah, man, I don't think you're looking for me. Mm-hmm. You're looking for this guy. <laughs> I'm going to shoot you in the foot now. At the end, I felt like they missed a real opportunity when they the bad guy was eventually killed. Where Schwarzenegger's a king of one-liners where it's like, keep the chains. <laughs> <laughs> there is a lot you could do with that. Yeah. The chains just went on forever. Mm-hmm. That was... It was a comic uh, amount that, of that, I think that's the thing I remember most about this movie. Like, <laughs> that's the chains. Yeah. And it's one of those movies like you remember like the little tidbits about it more than you remember the whole movie. And like my wife referenced like the, the dancing scene between the oh, two yeah. and where they're learning to dance together. The two most awkward, I mean, again, the most awkward two people you'd ever put into a slow dance together in many ways. You know? I, I loved it. Yeah. Yeah, I loved it. Yeah. Um, the stakes were super low. Mm-hmm. And that's what makes a movie like this so great. Like, what they're transporting a, a rocket engine? Oh, whoa. A propulsion system? It looked like a neutron bomb, but I guess yeah. it was like something for a plane. I guess. Yeah. But going to Houston, so... Driving out there for beetroot. <laughs> I got straight up beetroot. <laughs> that, that looked like... I, th- I thought that was a code name, right? That's a code that's name. That's what... Yeah, it's gotta be. <laughs> but they... I think they filmed this in like a, a bunch of oil tankers, which is spot on for Houston, so... Mm-hmm. Nice. Yeah. Good job. They got a nice B-roll of the Houston skyline, so that was good. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and that's an old Houston skyline, too. That was kind of weird seeing how small it was back then. About 80s. Yeah. yeah. It blew up right after that. Yeah. But um, So what would you give it? I'd give this a six. Yeah. It's fine. Mm-hmm. This movie is fine. Fine is a great. It's fine. If yeah. I'm comparing it to adaptation, this movie's Citizen Kane. <laughs> <laughs> but we'll get there. Yeah. Uh, I'm curious. Six. A six, okay. Solid six. Travi? I'm also a six. Mm-hmm. Move on. <laughs> that is my feeling. <laughs> yeah. Um, we, we've said all that. I'll, I'll say um, I really liked how uh, how genuine um, Danny DeVito played it in some, some roles. I was like, he's giving this more acting than this requires. Yes. Like he's, his acting chops are I, like, I was like, he's, he's taking what's not much there and he's elevating it. Not by much. Mm-hmm. There's not there, but um, he took a the, cocaine script and turned it into like poetry. Ooh. What I the first thing I wanted to say about this is that I liked this movie better the first time when it was called Rain Man because when they were dancing <laughs> in the hotel room, I was like, and the whole twins thing, I was like, I wish I was watching Rain Man right now instead. Yeah, <laughs> really is, is how I felt. Which I mean, um, you put Schwarzenegger and Rain Man. Oh, that's, ooh, oh, that's, yeah. a, that's a whole different movie. Yeah, Wait, which one's <laughs> counting matchsticks? That's definitely Schwarzenegger. Like we've got to watch Wapno. <laughs> <laughs> but I also I remembered uh, I just now remembered um, Danny DeVito running around with a suitcase full of money reminds me exactly of his character in I'm not sure which movie it was. It was either Romancing the Stone or Jewel of the Nile, where he's like running around and he's got the stone and he's like keeping his hat on his head and you know running and the way his body runs and just like it keeps falling over and is just slapstick humor. That's exactly what I saw at the end when he's got the briefcase full of money. He's like, all right, I'm out of here. I'm out of here. I was like, shit, I grew a heart. It's like, I gotta stop. I gotta pan back and look at the camera coming in my face. I'm like, I love my brother. I'm going to go back. Um, yeah, this is fine. Kelly Preston, gorgeous. RIP. Um, it, it was leukemia. Breast cancer. Breast cancer. Breast cancer. Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah, it was, Danny DeVito was, and, and 
Arnold Schwarzenegger did great um, in this. Just he he didn't have much to do, but they played well off of each mm-hmm. other. But yeah, there were several scenes where I was like, Danny DeVito is killing this, and he deserves a better script. To be honest, can, yeah. can I just chime in real quick and say, chime. two of the writers of this script also went on to write Stop or My Mom Will Shoot, <laughs> yeah, which is basically the same sort of like gimmick of just like let's pair this like muscle-bound action hero with, like, the most unlikely... Still Getty, yeah. And we had a Sylvester Stallone cameo, uh, cameo in this, yeah. where they were, you know, giving him a little shit, and we're like, ah, his muscles are mm, and all that. Fuck, yeah. fuck your Rambo. He's also very short. Yeah. Oh, uh, Sly? Yeah. Yeah. I'm not, I, you know, I'm no giant. <laughs> well, and I, th- I think, yeah, I was thinking that when he was in the scenes with Kelly Preston, because I was like, she's got to be pretty tall, because he, Schwarzenegger's a tall dude, so yeah. she's got to be wearing either some heels or taller than what she's looked in other movies because it's like I think he's clocking in at like 6'3". Yeah. Of course, he's just a, a mountain man. Yeah. Tree trunk. Oh, and I, I I do enjoy the fact that he didn't return like a million of the... You're like, man, yeah, four, <laughs> four million, four million <laughs> we've returned. And I also really liked, at the end, Tony J was smashing their mom. <laughs> Went to the carousel, was buying tickets and all that. And I was like, hey, he got off the island. Yeah. Hey, she's got money. Hey, apparently he's got an island. He's got money. Yeah. They've got money. They're just... You you're, know, you're telling me... They're banging and smashing. That's not the first time that that's happened, too. That science experiment first go around. Whoop, whoop. <laughs> 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 uh, he that he was also on an episode of Golden Girls, and he re, he romances uh, Sophia, or not Sophia, but well, maybe Sophia too, but Blanche, Dorothy, and Rose, and they all fight over him. Yeah, until they all discover that he's after I all. I remember that episode. Mm-hmm. That's a good one. And then he ends up spoiling it for all three of them. Yeah, that he's all on the curb. Smooth. So who did he, who did he end up pumping or nobody? Um, well, I think he did all of them, but then they, so, they so you know you know Blanche threw it out on the first date. Yeah. But I think he was he was having his way with all of them until they all figured out what was going on. He ate all the cotton candy. He uh, <laughs> um, he he was doing a painting. He was an artist, and, um, <laughs> and he he was trying to have a muse, and it ended up being a combination of Sophie, or Blanche, Rose, and Dorothy. So that's got to be the ultimate woman. That's got to be the six million dollars. You're telling me no uh, Rose. A rose, yeah, it was Rose, uh, Rose Blanche, and Dorothy was the combination. Dorothy. Oh no, Sophia! I don't know. I don't think he did Sophia. I think she was the one who was He'd like missing out. <laughs> I think that she was the one who was on to him the whole time and knew that he was up to no good. <laughs> she was. <laughs> she probably already been. She probably already been on that train. <laughs> she was, she was, she, she's seen this. Episode. Uh, it, <laughs> two words: Tony J. Me next. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, uh, yeah. Jesus. He also, I, I really like that he did all the voiceover in the uh, Legacy of Cain um, Soul Reaver games. He was, did that, he that really? Was great. Yeah. Huh. He was the Elder God. I played one of those. Yeah. And I didn't like it. Well, yeah. um, PlayStation 1. Yeah. I, I preferred Blood Omen as well. <laughs> Taylor played Blood Omen 2. I did. Liked it. Guys, can we become a video game podcast? A video game podcast. That. <laughs> twin facts. Oh, so twins gets, gets a six. I'm done. Um, so this is a, uh, I have this cute innocuous comedy. Um, plays on a lot of the cliches that are out there about twins. I mean, the usual stuff that they can like hear each other think. They can, they can feel it, like empathize with each other and blah, 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 blah. Um, uh, Schwarzenegger and DeVito, they work really well together. It's my brother. He's in danger. <laughs> and to me, it's like they have such good chemistry as actors like they both are really good as their parts they're both really good with each other so it makes the movie a lot more fun to watch 
Um, yeah, again, there's nothing to this movie. It no. is cotton candy. Yeah. I hate to use that reference for the second time. <laughs> that other time, oh, yeah, get in there with that back scratcher. Uh, the other time was so gross. Um, this is a pop culture artifact of the 80s. I mean, this is a time I capsule. Think, and, and I'm sorry to interrupt, but I think that's why I, I think I liked it so much is because I just felt like this is the 80s. Yeah. And I was like, because I remember... I the think, outfits. Well, and like, because didn't this film do... Dead twins. This film did okay, right? Oh, yeah. It made yeah, and it was like... 250. And, and it makes me wonder, like, how does that happen is is it because of like just because of the actors or was the movie that good are, are people like oh it's a Schwarzenegger movie DeVito's in it yeah. yeah it's just like it blew my mind that like it would do be quote unquote successful I mean, when it's been like it's just like it is like a mediocre movie yeah but it's kind of how successful I mean, it was we, we've talked about it before but the movie culture back then is just different you would nah, I guess you're you right. would just yeah. go see movies yeah it, it was like the thing to do you're right yeah, yeah. and this one be a top bill I love like, the thing nothing else going on I'm just gonna go see Twins. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Twins. And Schwarzenegger was coming into his peak as a star right around. Oh, yeah. I mean, you, no. you already had the Terminator. You had Commando, um, Predator, uh, Running Man. I mean, you had a, he had a lot of hits lined mm. up already. And, and you're telling me his fan base at this time was just like, oh, sweet, another Schwarzenegger movie. Let's go see. <laughs> what is this? I imagine it was a hook, like you said, like exactly like yeah. what you're saying, where people see the posters, like, you know, DeVito and Schwarzenegger playing twins. I mean, that's, I got to check that out. You yeah. Know, that's that's got to be worth something. Yeah. You know, and, Maybe it was one of those deals where Schwarzenegger has so much charisma as an actor. More so, more his charisma outweighs his actual acting chops, and so it makes sense that he could sell comedy yeah. with yeah. that, yeah, just by sheer force of personality. Back in the day, I would have gone to see this in theaters. Hmm? When it came out on VHS, I wouldn't have bought it, but I would watch it one more time when it came on TBS. Yeah. That's not, how I feel. Not so much buying a blockbuster copy with the, the blockbuster tag still on it. No, no, yeah, I, I, I wouldn't go rent it at, at the store. I would, yeah, I would just, uh, I would let it come to me. Yeah, that's six out of ten for me. I think that's where about we all are. Same range. Consensus six, mm-hmm. six five. Mm-hmm. I like that. Yeah, um, it's nice when we all line up. Mm-hmm. We're all synced. So this is another episode of San Vino. Yeah, we got Tay, Sean, Trav. Hey, hi. I'm Todd. <laughs> Get that cotton candy. Um, <laughs> Eat that cotton candy. Oh, my God. Close so, your legs, Grandma. Nobody wants to see your silver cotton candy. <laughs> it's a mad TV. Sweet baby <laughs> Jesus. I can't take credit for that. Let's just end. Great movies, only drunker. Um, and we will see you guys next time. Bye. Bye. Be sure to listen, rate, and subscribe at Apple Podcasts, Spotify, CastBox, or wherever you listen to your podcasts. Our website is cinemavino.net, and reviews of these films can be found at toddwaffordmovies.com.